Welcome to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast, a show dedicated to the storytelling that happens or should happen when practitioners purchase technology. Each episode is designed to inspire new ways and ideas to make your business better as we speak with the brightest minds in recruitment and HR tech. That's what we do. Here's your host, William Tincup. Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tincup, and you're listening to the Use Case Podcast. Today we have uh, Jordan on, and we're going to be talking about his company, Quick, and uh, and the use case uh, for Quick. And so we're going to jump right into it. Jordan, would you do us a favor and introduce both yourself and introduce Quick? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on. First of all, I really appreciate it. Love the tone of of everything you've done. Everything I've watched uh, that you do is, is really on point and uh, and, and just, it's fun to, it's fun to listen to, too. Um, so my name is Jordan uh, Malul. I'm the VP of operations here at Quick. Um, Quick is essentially on-demand food and beverage staffing or hospitality staffing. And so essentially anyone that does food and or beverage in any capacity um, can, through the quick click of a, a few buttons, have uh, experienced food and beverage pr- personnel show up to work a one-off shift uh, at any given time. So that could be back of house, it could be front of house, it could be a big catering event, it could be, you know, just a, you know, mom and pop food truck, restaurant, um, whatever the need. And, um, you know, there's a lot of different reasons why you might need on-demand people. I'm sure we'll get into that a bit based on, you know, just the, 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 the title of the podcast in itself. Um, but that in, in short is a, uh, is what it's all about. And so we're about matching really hardworking, good uh, professionals um, that come from the industry with businesses that, you know, value and need and, and see an opportunity in being flexible. Um, again, whether it's on a, a daily basis or, um, you know, a kind of reoccurring all the time need. So let's start with the on-demand people side of things. So people are, the, uh, the audience is obviously going to have the question of, okay, it sounds, sounds great. Like, uh, you know, this is obviously we could use it as an app. I need this. This is for how long the sum willing to pay, et cetera. And then the other side of, of the, uh, of the marketplace, the people can accept that or not accept that, et cetera. Um, so, I love food and beverage. I love the idea of just being able to uh, to get folks. What do y'all What do y'all do, and how do you kind of approach quality or screening or assessment, like you know, all of those things that, that obviously that your customers are going to want to know? How do y'all go about making sure that the candidate uh, or or talent, we'll just say it like that, is mm-hmm. what they say they are? Yeah, it's a great question and the most important question, right? Because when it comes down to it at the end of the day, it's about quality and you as a restaurant want to make sure you're putting your best foot forward and, and you're being represented well. And we want to do the same thing. We, and, and the people that are on the platform, we call them professionals um, mm-hmm. specifically because that's what they are. We're not finding, you know, some random person who doesn't come from food and beverage that just wants to see it you know, try their hand at waiting tables for a night. That's not how it works. You know, everybody that comes to us either is currently or, or has a deep uh, experience in food and beverage. You know, they're, they're probably already a cook at the, the restaurant down the street and they're just looking for extra shifts or maybe they're in between gigs and they're looking to kind of fill in. Um, but everyone is a professional in the industry. So that's a huge part of why they're quality to start with. Um, we also 
have a very, very high referral percentage. So most of the people on the platform actually come from other people already on the platform. And that says a lot about quality because as you know, and anybody that works in a restaurant knows, you don't want to be working next to someone that can't carry their weight or, or literally cannot carry their catering tray or can't catch up with the speed of what you're doing. So you're only going to refer your industry peers that you know are just as good as you because you might end up working right next to them on your next shift. Um, so that's where it starts. Um, we vet everybody in person, uh, obviously with COVID, uh, it's been on Zoom, but it's still very personal one-on-one. -on -one. We talk to them about where they've worked, the types of experiences they've had. Um, we put uh, them through a, a quiz, that's quiz with a W of course, um, on the shift types that they think that they're equipped for. And we kind of match that to how we determine the, those shifts um, typically go. And so, you know, if you think you're a bartender and you take the quiz and, and it turns out all you know how to do is, you know, make a vodka tonic, then you're probably not going to be a bartender on quick. Um, and so the quiz, you know, puts some data to your profile as a professional right away, your appearance and your professionalism and your timeliness and your initial orientation also are now data points that we have. So we're really using a lot of information and not just, you know, the, the feel I get when I meet somebody to determine that your quality. And then the last piece is of course, as you work shifts, every business you work with is rating the professional on a five-star scale so that by the time they get to your kitchen, all the other kitchen managers, all the other chefs, all the other banquet managers, whoever it might be, have already told us over time that this person is good. And our data has shown us that they've been on time and don't typically cancel and, you know, all these, you know, so forth and so on, the, the, the pieces that make a quote, good quality, reliable person. And more importantly, someone that is that after many shifts, because anyone can, can do a great interview or do well on their first shift. But the question is, do you keep up with that over time? And if you don't, you know, then, then, you know, it kind of weeds out the platform and you'll, you'll slide off because you don't match the criteria or the, the level that we're looking for or that the best, the businesses that we work with are looking for. And so I would assume as a, as a marketplace, you get paid in the middle. So <laughs> customer needs, again, we'll just say bartender, keep it simple. They need a bartender for an event and uh, they've got a rate that they are willing to pay. Then you pay the, you know, like, like, like Uber, you pay <laughs> the uh, professional uh, a rate as well. And then y'all make what's in between that. Sort of, yeah. So it, 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 functionally, it works exactly as you said. The, the really interesting part about Quick compared to other platforms or especially compared to traditional staffing is that the business actually gets to set the rate themselves. And as you already mentioned, it's a marketplace. And so, right. of course, we have barriers in place. So you can't try to get you know a, a, a line cook for $4 an hour. Um, but outside of those barriers, it's up to you how urgent and important your need is. So if you need someone in an hour and a half, you're probably going to be willing to pay a lot more than if you need someone in five days from now. Right. And, you know, there, there's a little bit more time, a little more time for us to get that shift out and present it to more professionals. And so you set your rate. We take a, a flat percentage on whatever you set. Everybody pays the same. It doesn't matter if you use us a hundred times if you're a Marriott or an Aramark, or if you're again, that mom and pop kitchen, um, you pay your flat rate. And then, um, 
you know, and, and the most important part for us is the transparency. The professional knows the rate they are seeing was set by the restaurant. The restaurant knows the rate they set 100% goes through to that professional. And so in traditional kind of staffing world, um, you know, the, the agency would tell you, hey, if you need a bartender, it's $30 an hour. And you don't know how much of that $30 is going to the bartender. And, right. and the next time it might be a different amount. And so, and they don't know either. And, and we felt that was really unfair and not a great way to do business. And so the transparency is the most important part. Do they, do they pay in real time or is this something that settles up uh, a week or two later or how does, how does, how does that happen? It's essentially real time. The professionals mm-hmm. can get paid right at the end of the shift because it's, right. You know, we pay them separately than our collection from the business, but the right. business, you know, they have a credit card on file, usually within 48 hours. Once um, we make sure there's no discrepancies or there's no feedback we want to look into, that's right. when the credit card is charged and, uh, you know, keeps it simple, streamlined and, and move forward. Now, the ratings, I love that, by the way, um, the ratings uh, help make sure that the professional is on point. Is there ratings, is there, is there bi-directional ratings in terms of, you know, they go to work for a chef uh, and, and let's say they're going to be, you know, the sous chef, and, but they go to work for a chef and it's just a horrific experience. They'll get rated as a professional. Do they have a way of rating the company? Yeah, 100%. You know, again, it's about a comfortable uh success set up for everybody. We want it to be a good uh, experience on both sides. And so perfect. And that's and not only is the rating, but you can obviously add a comment with every rating. And so if a professional rates a business poorly or leaves a comment that, you know, it wasn't a safe space or it wasn't a clean space mm-hmm. or the person was just a jerk, to be honest, yeah. you know, we have account managers are going to reach out to that business right away and say, hey, you know, this is some of the feedback we've heard or this is some of the feedback that we've consistently heard even more importantly and and it's been really refreshing that a lot of businesses have been quite happy to hear it you know they'll say oh wow like as a manager i didn't realize that my you know my 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 chefs are not treating people great and we can address that internally and so they've been really responsive and and it brings me again back to another a point that I think is, is unique and important about quick is that we're in hospitality and mm-hmm. the, the most important part of hospitality, whether <laughs> it's being the hospitable. Guest, yeah, is the guest or the worker or the, the business all about people. And yeah. so, and when we take that seriously, and so when you reach out to our support, you know, it's not a robot, it's not some, you know, call center in, in you know, across the world, it's our, our team right here. Um, and, and the businesses all have an account manager that they can call on their cell phone anytime, uh, and that they hear from in reverse all the time about things like this, positive, negative, you know, whatever it might be. And so there is that communication and that relationship in all three directions Mm. that, um, that I think, you know, some, some technology platforms quite honestly forget about. Well, some of this is what I what I love. I mean, I love everything about the ratings, but because it settles everything out, right? You know, the transparency, you know, you can't hide if you're not a good professional or if you're not a good company. Right. At, at one point, that sorts its way out, and people don't want to uh, work with you on 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 both those fronts. Um, obviously, uh, the hospitality industry and the professionals, what used to be called service industry professionals. Sure. Um, 
Yeah, it's location based, right? So a lot of this is not virtual. It's not. It's uh, there probably is a little bit of that, but it's still kind of heavily based on zip code or proximity or miles from the uh, from from whatever the gig is. Uh, and you also had another thing that you mentioned earlier about you know you know this can be a last minute thing. You just found out you have an event this tonight and you've just lost whatever you know, service industry or professional that you need. So you can post that. And so somebody can pick something up quick. Uh, is there another way for professionals to kind of search for gigs based on things that are closer to them, further away from them or, or types of gigs that they like? Like, is there a way for them to do preferences on the back end? Like I only want to see these gigs or don't mm -hmm. want to see those gigs, et cetera. Yeah. So um, yes and no. So the, the yes is that, you know, we want to make this as stress-free for everybody involved as possible. And so, um, you know, we're, we're using multiple, our fantastical algorithms that do the matching are using multiple pieces of information, um, either that we've acquired from the professional, again, like I talked about before on how, you know, how, how, reliable they are, how likely they are to go a distance or not go a distance, um, the kind of shifts they've accepted or declined, mm -hmm. uh, all of that. Plus, like you said, the actual input from the professional. So they can say, hey, I've been seeing a lot of dishwasher shifts lately. I really appreciate the opportunity, but you know, I'm just not interested in doing dishwashing shifts, even though I am um, you know, able to do them. And we say, no problem. You know, we'll, we'll just take that off your profile and we'll stop sending them to you. And if you know, you want to see more of them again, let us know and we'll add it back on. Um, right. Distance is part of the algorithmic, um, you know, logic that we use. And so we know someone is a lot more likely to take a shift 10 minutes away than 45 minutes away. And so that helps prioritize certain people at different times. But I, I always joke that we're much more like a dating service than, you know, than like a job board. You know, the professional right. doesn't have to go on and look for a job at all. We're going to send you a push or send you a text and say, Hey, we found something that we think you are absolutely qualified for. And we think that you are absolutely likely to want to do your choice. You know, we're, were we right essentially? And, and we're getting smarter and our, our, our computers are getting smarter each time. So hopefully each, you know, that, that answer of, are we right is, is a yes more often than not. And then it works for everybody. So the push that you mentioned, I'm, I'm assuming that's SMS or WhatsApp, uh, but I want to make sure that I understand that. When you want to push something out to those professionals, how do you typically go about that? Right now, we're using a combination of both uh, push notifications from the app as well as text message. Um, Got it. We just know some people are more responsive to one or the sure. other. And so um, we, we use both and, and kind of uh, see what, again, um, the individual is more responsive to, and we might start leaning more towards that um, for that person. Well, then the, the beauty of the food service and hospitality industries combined is they're mobile first. They're very heavily dependent on iPads and iPhones and, and mm. things like that. So uh, it would, it would make sense that people want to post via mobile and also they would either want that notification on their app or, or text. So right. I mean, you, things. you know, just as well as I do when you're, when you're running a restaurant or you're running a catering business, the last place that you typically are is at your desk. And so <laughs> from the business side, we know if you, you have just, a you know, desk, right? Yeah. <laughs> we, we know that, you know, you're running between, you know, cooking and, and, and greeting a customer and, and who knows what. And so if you can 
you know, whip out your phone real quick and, and request, you know, to, to backfill your, your, your person that called out sick a couple hours ago, then that's a lot easier for you. And, and, um, and again, going back to even how we communicate with the business, if for whatever reason, a shift is, is uh, our professional is running late on a shift or if they're, if they cancel and we have to backfill it. Um, and again, this is all stuff that we see on our end well before it gets to the business. So we're already taking action to, you know, make sure that the end result is what we want it to be. But, you know, we'll text the business contact and say, hey, so-and-so is running late or so-and-so canceled. Nothing you have to do. We're already backfilling it. The new person will be there in 30 minutes or, or what have you. But it, it all comes back to that um, communication and transparency and letting them know right in the most convenient way possible uh, that they have visibility on what's going on behind the scenes too. So, so in the profile for the professionals, I'm assuming that it's like a LinkedIn type of thing. It's got their years of experience or all the types of things that they've done. I'm assuming there is some, some levels of certification, especially on the bartending. I know people that have been to bartending school and things like Mm -hmm. that. Um, Does it have photos of them? And, And the only reason I ask this question is uh, a friend of mine it went around and it opened up PF Chang's for years. And for the first uh, six months, they would hire uh, models to be mm. both the host and hostesses and, and also the wait staff. And so they would hire, a, they, would, they would hire people that were really, you know, photogenic, but also good competence. So let's, you know, let's not make it what anything it's not. They would, they would hire people uh, because they wanted them to be competent, but they also wanted there to be a certain atmosphere uh, in the establishment. Uh, That's why I asked the photo question. Um, So what does the profile look for or look like for a professional inside quick? So, um, so, so just to back up a step, you know, one of the things that we pride ourselves on is that again, if you're on quick, if you're on the platform, you've proven that you are quality and continued quality. Our sense is that, you know, any professional is as good as the next professional. And again, right. if they're not, then they wouldn't be on the platform in the first place. And so we kind of encourage businesses that you don't have to request any individual because just because you had a good experience with John last week and you get, you know, Sam this week. Sam is just as good as John. And and now you have two people that you've met and two people that, you know, that are more likely to end up at your future shifts. Um, And so they do have the ability to re-request people they've given high ratings to. Mm -hmm. You do have that control. But again, from my opinion, it's not absolutely necessary. Um, And again, just because you request someone, it's still in their hands to choose to accept it or decline it. Um, To answer your your question about the photo, um, you know, they do see the photo once the professional has accepted the shift. They also have their phone number if they need to communicate to them about anything specific. But again, they shouldn't have to. All the information was in the right. shift initially. Right. Um, you know, we've communicated to the professional. So likely they just show up and, um, and get to work. So you know, there's not a lot that the business sees from a profile. There is a ton that we see and we're kind of asking businesses to have faith in our ability to, again, make sure that the person is the best fit for your location, your shift type uh, at the time that you need them. And, um, and we're going to do our job to make sure that they are. And if they're not, and if we miss, you know, you let us know, we adjust and it gets better the next time. 
Right. Well, and it sounds like Uber and Lyft in that way. Once, once the you know you double opt in, you set a thing, then the driver accepts that. Then you kind of know each other. You can contact each other, text each other, whatever. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Yeah, um, and again, and again, they have the ability to re-request people in the future once they've right. seen them. So that you know, we're not taking away completely the uh, the option. Right. Of course. But again, you know, I always kind of say the more people that you see randomly then the bigger your essentially, essentially your custom pool mm-hmm. of highly rated people. And those are the people that are going to get your shifts the first time anyway. So if you give out 25 star ratings after 20 shifts to 20 individuals, the likelihood of you seeing one of those 20 again is extremely high without you even having to request any of them specifically by name. Right. Well, one of the things traditional staffing firms uh, have had difficulty with is somebody comes and works a gig uh, and then they want to hire them. Like mm-hmm. they, they don't want them to just be a, you know, a gig from gig uh, type thing. They want to actually hire them full time. Have, uh, have y'all faced that or yeah. do you have a mechanism to deal with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's actually my favorite part of quick. Um, it's something that we, we chose to do very differently. Um, and the short answer is when a business meets a professional and vice versa, if they want to hire them, they can do whatever they like. That is between the two of them. Um, we don't facilitate it. We don't need to know about it. We don't charge anything for it. There's no contracts or buyouts cool. or fees because, you know, like I said, being, uh, being a, a tech platform and, and being a little bit more, um, know, forward thinking, I guess you would say than, than traditional models, we, you know, it just didn't make sense to us. Why, yeah. why would yeah. you, you know, this is our customer who we're trying to serve this business. If we've served them someone great, and now they, they want to work with them, you know, permanently, why, why would I want to prohibit that from happening? And a lot of people ask, well, aren't you now losing an individual on your, your platform that could work elsewhere? And, you know, I always say, you know, number one, it doesn't prevent them from continuing to pick up shifts elsewhere so they can do that on their side. Right. Um, and, you know, the next time that restaurant has a call out, who, who are they going to go back to? You know, the people that help them meet their, their fantastic new full-time chef that they love. And so there's a much more intrinsic benefit to, you know, serving the actual need without, you know, p- picking up a collector or a finder's fee in between than there is to, to make a few dollars on that transaction. Well, it's definitely playing the long game. I think we're staffing firms, not technology firms, but staffing firms could kind of uh, hurt is they, they lose both sides, right? So they lose the candidate um, and then they lose the client and they lose fees. And so there's this perception of lost. Right. Whereas with a technology play, you're not, you don't have that. I mean, well, you're, you're thinking, I mean, you might have it initially, but you have it long-term. You have a professional that's probably going to continue to work with you and a customer that's going to feel more indebted debted to you. So I can, I can see that. Yeah. And and as you know, I mean, the churn rate in hospitality is astronomically more than, you know, any other industry. And so moving locations constantly and on every level, you know, every level of the staff management and so forth, people are constantly changing places and moving around. And so there's always going to be this need for, you know, backfills and flexibility. And, and, and I think that this past year if it taught us anything is that, you know, being creative and thinking about your staff in a more flexible way, mm-hmm. um, you know, sets you up for greater success. There's no reason that uh, a location should commit to 
the amount of staff that is their highest possible need, you know, and then have people sitting around becoming disengaged or looking for other things to do and, and costing you a payroll to do it. Instead, you know, staff for your average. And when you get a bump in business or you book a big event or someone calls out, that's when you reach out to a platform like us and you just fill in for those moments, you know, rather, and then, you know, to, to, to use your, your own words, you know, that's the use case, uh, not let's just staff everyone that we can just in case. Right. right. All that adding on your payroll is not really good. I love it. Well, brother, this has been fantastic. Thank you so much for breaking down quick for us and give us the use case. Uh, and also just thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Thanks again for having me. I really, again, keep watching and listening to what you're doing. I just, you know, add, we're in about seven cities right now across the country. Um, we're launching uh, quite a, probably doubling that by the end of this year. So um, if we're not in your city yet, we're coming soon. Check us out on LinkedIn, the website, quick with a W, we're easy to find. And, uh, you know, let's chat. Awesome, my friend. Listen, thank you and have a wonderful day. And thanks for the audience for listening to another episode of the Use Case Podcast. You've been listening to Recruiting Daily's Use Case Podcast. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite platform and hit us up at recruitingdaily.com.